0: Welcome to Addicted to Busy, the podcast specifically for overachieving property managers who are dying for a little more work-life balance in their lives. Each week, we dismantle all the BS that holds us back. You'll learn how to nix those tricky self-sabotaging habits so that you have the time, energy, and motivation to create what you really want in life. If you're looking to shift from overcommitted to overjoyed, this is the podcast for you. Let's do this. Now, your host... Anna Havaliana. Hey everybody, and welcome back to Addicted to Busy. So I hope that everybody had a great holiday. Although I think by the time this episode airs, it's well past the holiday. So we are into January, which brings us to New Year's resolutions. Now, I'll be honest with you, I don't really do New Year's resolutions anymore. Um, And that's basically because I am always working towards a goal and I no longer look at them as a yearly or annual thing. Last episode, I talked a little bit about part of my goal-setting process. And one of the reasons why I don't do resolutions is because I review and revise my goals every quarter. So I literally have a self review process, just like you would have a quarterly review with an owner. And before you go asking what it is, I got to tell you, it is kind of a hodgepodge of things that I have learned from various places, different coaches, and plenty of authors. A lot of it I learned from Brooke Castillo at the Life Coach School, where I did my certification, and portions of it I have learned from authors such as Cal Newport and Dan Sullivan, And some of it actually came from my own brain. One of the things that I do frequently throughout every week is connect with my future self. Most of you know that I journal almost every day. And sometimes I will journal about what's going on in my day-to-day or about what I'm working on in my business. Other times I will journal about relationships that I'm struggling with or habits that I'm trying to break, but every week I make sure that I am also journaling about my future self. I am constantly connecting to her, trying to figure out what she's doing, what she's thinking, and how she would handle the problems that I find myself in today. So for those of you who are doing New Year's resolutions, I wanna share with you a crucial piece of making sure that you make it all the way to your goal. Now, before we start, there is one thing about goal setting and New Year's resolutions that I want to clear up. We do not set goals so that we can feel better about ourselves. We do not use goals as a measure of our worthiness. I see far too many people doing this. They're telling themselves that they have to lose weight or that they have to make a certain amount of money so that they can feel better. Listen, if you're telling yourself that you need this goal in order to feel a certain way about yourself, you're going to have a crappy year. You are already worthy, you are already lovable, and if you don't accept this, you're gonna get into a lot of trouble on your way to achieving your goal because you will just end up comparing yourself, criticizing yourself, judging yourself. And as we know, when we do those things, we create negative emotion, which means that it's more likely we're gonna want to hit the easy button, and hitting the easy button gets in the way of getting to our goals. You will know that you are setting a goal from a very solid place when instead of considering what you'll have when you have this goal, you will start exploring all the ways in which you as a person are going to grow and evolve. Set another way, you know you're setting a goal from a really solid place when it sounds more like an optional challenge as opposed to a requirement that you have to do. Like I said, you are already worthy. You are already lovable. Your goals should be nothing but fun. So now that we cleared that up, the missing piece to goal setting is very simple. You need to decide who you need to become in order to achieve the goal. I'll say it again, you need to decide who you will need to become in order to achieve the goal. There are a few things that I wanna go over here. First of all, in order for you to achieve this goal, you do in fact need to become a new person. Because if you didn't need to change in some way, you would likely have already achieved the goal. Now, there's this big shift that happens when you're focused on who you will need to be instead of focusing on the goal itself. So I will give you an example here. One of my goals that I set for myself was I wanted to quit my corporate job to become a full-time coach. And the way that I needed to change was that I needed to get over my fear of other people's opinions. I think a lot of you can resonate here. I was and to some degree still am someone who can very much get caught up in my head worrying what someone thinks about me or wondering if I said the right thing, did the right thing, or did it well enough. Now, how this showed up was that I was very afraid to reach out to people online and to have an online presence. So when I focused on that aspect of me, instead of just focusing on the goal of creating a business, it made it more tangible for me. So what I mean by that is when I had to really confront my thoughts about my fear about other people's opinions, I cleared the way to make it easier to get to my goal. The way, the place that I saw this was how much I posted online in 2021 versus 2022. In 2021, I had an online presence, I had a website, but I really wasn't posting that much. I also had an email list, but I wasn't really reaching out to them very often because I was constantly getting stuck in my head, wondering if I was going to say the right thing. Now, moving through this and becoming someone who was less afraid of, the, of other people's opinions... Meant that I had to think about things in a new way. So, one of the things that I really had to shift into was instead of worrying about what other people were going to think about me, I started focusing on how can I help? What can I share that I have learned that could help someone else? Now, what I saw was that in 2021, I would spend a lot of time festering over what I was going to say and how I was going to post it. And now in 2022, Man, I send out, I think, three or four emails a week. I post at least, I don't know, three to five times on social media. I have this weekly podcast. I am throwing out words left and right. So again, my goal was to quit my job to become a coach. And the person that I needed to become was someone who did not fear other people's opinions. Now, in this last year in 2022, I had a goal, I think I mentioned this before, uh, to do more in-person speaking events, which meant that I was going to have to travel more, which which meant I had fewer hours to coach from my office. And the person that I needed to become in order to be both an in-person professional speaker and a full-time coach was someone who was amazing with time management. I've always been fairly good at time management, but what it was going to require of me in 2022 was being excellent at time management. After a year of focusing on this, I can honestly say that I have improved who I am as it pertains to time management. I feel very, very confident in my ability to plan well and to follow through. Now, it wasn't easy. The process to get here, and this is a process that I walk my clients through, is that I actually had to do a weekly review with myself on how I spent my time. Once a week, I sat down and I gave myself a self-evaluation on how well I followed through. And I gotta tell you, I am so glad that I did this because it has helped me not only in my business, but it's helped me in how I plan for things outside in my personal life as well. So again, remember, we don't set goals out of scarcity. We don't set goals because we think it'll make us more worthy and lovable. We set goals because we want to focus on the person that we need to become. Okay. So second piece of this, you must decide. (laughs) I think that one of the misconceptions is people believe that when they achieve their goal, then they'll be that new person or then they'll have that new trait. And this is kind of backwards. The problem with it is that now we're putting responsibility on the result itself. Um, In the case of weight loss, it's like we're waiting on that magic number to show up on the scale before we'll allow ourselves to step into those new habits and traits and beliefs about ourselves. If we do it this way, your goal is always going to feel out of reach because you're going to be waiting on something to tell you like now it's okay to believe that you are a different person. You need to be that person now. And figuring out how to become that person is how you get to the goal. You just get to decide. You just get to decide how you want to change. And I think that's pretty mind-blowing. Like, I don't have to wait on the achievement of my goal in order to determine how I'm going to be different. And what's beautiful about this is that when you decide, you actually set a destination. Keep in mind, the brain wants to prove itself right. The brain wants you to get what you want. When you decide how you want to change and you set a destination for where you're going, now you give your brain something to focus on. Now you're asking your brain to pull all of the evidence that proves that you can do something. So I'll say this one more time. The missing piece to setting your goal is that you need to decide who you will become in order to achieve it. The next question is, of course, how do we do this? And it's very simple. First of all, make sure that you set that goal from a place of already feeling worthy and lovable. Again, we don't set goals because we think we need them in order to be a better person. You are fine just as you are. Number two, make it fun. If your goal isn't fun, you are not going to get there. I promise you that. And even if you do, you are more likely to backslide into your old ways of being. So make sure that it's fun, it's enjoyable, it's something that interests you, it's something that you actually want to work towards. Now this next piece, I want you to imagine someone who has already achieved the goal. And what we're going to do here, you're actually going to pretend that you're an author Describe the characteristics of that person who has achieved this goal. What are they like? Write down what they're good at. Imagine how they got good at it. Imagine the pitfalls that they have overcome. All we want to do in step three here is just play pretend. Connect with your future self. How would others describe that person? How would you describe that person? As I mentioned earlier I do a lot of future self work in my daily coaching. So when I write out these characteristics, I don't just write them out and leave them. I continue to write about them throughout the year. Sometimes when I'm writing about my future self, I'll write about what's in my current way of becoming this person or why doesn't my brain believe it's possible for me to do this or show up in this way. Other times... I'll write about how I have shown up as a person who can do that. I'll essentially start reflecting and celebrating on all the ways that I have made the change and itemize how I did it so that I can show my brain that that's important and we want to do more of it. So in preparation for this episode, I actually pulled out an old journal from years ago. And I wanted to go over some of the things that I wrote. So I was focusing on not necessarily weight loss, but I was really focusing on being somebody who didn't overeat or overdrink. Here were some of the things that I wrote about my future self. My future self is well acquainted with the feeling of satisfied and she listens to it. My future self hates the feeling of being too full. My future self eats whenever she hears her body is hungry. My future self doesn't eat much when she doesn't need to. My future self does not eat food in solitude. She doesn't repeatedly go back to the kitchen or to the buffet table. She fully owns her actions and her words and she listens to her intuition. All right, so these were a few of the things that I wrote. Now, Once a week, I would take one of those sentences and I just used it as a journal prompt. I didn't just write this down once and never return to it. I was continually thinking throughout the whole year, how does one do this? How do you become someone who can be and do all of those things? And it's amazing to read back. A few weeks ago, I did a podcast episode called Year Over Year Growth, and it was all about the differences that I noticed in my relationship with food. I have to be honest with you. When I wrote down those characteristics of my future self, it felt unattainable. It did not feel like me on that page. It felt like a like a stranger. And reading this now, it's so reassuring because I have become that person. At the time of this recording, I have just come off of the holidays where I was surrounded by tons of food and tons of drink. You know, I remember a few years back, anytime I was at my in-laws, my mother-in-law always has this jar full of peanut butter M&Ms. And I would pummel that thing for two and three days straight, probably three and four times a day. I would stick my hand in and have peanut butter M- M&Ms. And this last weekend while I was with them, I was there for, I think, three days. I didn't have a single M&M, you know? And, and I used to, at holidays, I would over drink, whether that was with my extended family or at a networking event or with my in-laws. I would always over drink because I was nervous. And this year, I had a drink a day with no mind drama over it. And in holiday settings, I frequently overate. And what was amazing was this last year, I stuck to one plate of food at each meal. I didn't need to go back for seconds and I didn't have any brain drama over it. Because of this, I'm now able to be more present in the moment. And I also have more brain space available to me to go after new goals. There are so many things that I used to struggle with, and now I just don't have to think about them as much anymore. This is why I love this work, especially as it pertains to journaling. I think that journaling is the best kept secret. If people only knew that one of the ways that they can change their pesky habits or get closer to their goals is to write about them, I imagine how many people would actually do it. So, did you know that this podcast currently has journal questions for each episode? So if you're wanting to create some of these results for yourself and ensure that you get to your goals, go check it out. If you want to get your hands on some of these journal questions, especially this week's episode, go to annahavalianacom journal. That's A double N A J A V as in volleyball E Double L anacom journal. Thank you for joining me again. Best of luck to you on your new year's resolutions and your goals. I love you. Keep going. Thanks so much for tuning into this episode of addicted to busy. If you're enjoying the show, please feel free to rate subscribe and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcast. This helps others find the show and we greatly appreciate it. Thanks again for tuning in and we'll catch you in the next episode.